Stirring the Pot with Drip Kitchen. You can't see me at all, right? No. Good. Alright, just making sure. It looks like an ultrasound. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be like, actual size. It's like black with just like random little lights of color moving. Perfect. Okay, it's gonna be like, it's so great to meet you. Like, yeah, I got an ice pack on my fucking head. (laughs) But they're like, big news, Kayla. Me and Taylor are expecting. (laughs) (laughs) What it looks like. Kim, look at it. Look at her face. Alexis, move a little bit closer how you just were. No, that's, <laughs> it's not weird. It does. It looks like the early stages. Is it a boy or a girl? <laughs> turns out it's an asshole. I'd be like, so turns out um, Alexis has been uh, an embryo this entire time. She's <laughs> just been catching the internet and running, <laughs> and running Drift Kitchen from Taylor's womb. Oh, <laughs> 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 Doctors say she'll never get bigger, so her brain is actually fully functional, just like you and I. Oh man, I'm so high. I'm not having a tolerance problem right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, Alexis. This must be hell. It's like being the sober person at a party. Dude, it's not. It's not even that. It's not even the sober. It's more like I just wish my fucking headache would go away. And I know if I smoked, it would help a little bit. Because you know how. Probably a lot of it. <laughs> but if you cough, God forbid you cough, and it oh, makes it worse. Uh, dude, sometimes honestly, like with migraines, um, the weed makes it like ten times worse. Like it's almost like the minute you like pull on the bomb, it like. Yeah. Sometimes it's smoking weed has given me headaches. It's weird. Yeah, it's like um. It's kind of like the same thing with crying. Like, you know how all the mucus gets in your fucking, like, nasal cavities and shit? Yeah. Sometimes happens when you smoke a bong. Sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or, like, all the fun comes up. (laughs) Yeah. But we, uh, we roll that dice, baby. (laughs) We're like, maybe I'll feel like shit. Maybe I'm gonna feel great per usual. We'll find out <laughs> on headache or happy. <laughs> that would make a good segment. I know. Did Kim get a headache and fall asleep early <laughs> to get rid of her high? Or did she enjoy her time and watch stuff on Netflix? <laughs> All right. So Manny and I have been watching My 600 Pound Life. Mm-hmm. I've watched all of them. <laughs> I figured you would have. Mm-hmm. I'm fucked up. You know what's worse? That show makes me so hungry. Me and Chet have to be eating when we watch that show. I ate a whole sleeve of Goya cookies. Dude, you're like, okay, I can afford some room, I guess. Like, <laughs> you're, like, you're like, wow, I could get that big and still walk the planet? This Oreos ain't gonna hurt for the night. Barely, dude. I feel so bad for them. Like, it's so sad to just, like, hear their stories and stuff. But, um, I was, like, researching where they're all at now. And, like, I found, like, a couple of their TikToks and, like, Instagrams and stuff like that. And, like, one of them, I think his name is, like, Theodore. He's, like, this huge stoner. And he's just got, like, 
tons of pictures of him smoking blunts and stuff, and I'm like, ah. Wow. He had the munchies the whole time. (laughs) Okay, I get it. Wait, was he skinny, though? No. No. And there was this other woman. Like, she was the worst one. She was a Hey, guys. Hi. Hi. (laughs) How's it going? Good. We were just talking about, um, what is it, my 600-pound life? Oh. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, let me know. Let me know how, like, my connection is and stuff. I'm out in the country, so it might you come out, actually. Okay, cool. Good. <laughs> All right, we are goddamn terrible at introductions, so I had to add one in. But we are talking to K Nutty. That is K underscore Nutty on Instagram. And she is this badass chick that drives out at park, and uh, she drives an S13, SR20, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure, and uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. How's it going, Kay? Good, good! How are all you guys doing? Good, just hanging out, eating dinner, stuff yeah. like that. So you guys are, what, three, four hours ahead of me, right? Yeah, what time is it? Uh, okay. 7. 7.06. Okay, yep, it's 4 over here. <laughs> Damn, so it's still nice and sunny out? <laughs> yeah, it's still light out. What a trip. <laughs> That's How's wild. your guys' weather? It's pouring right now. Okay, oh, yeah. It's pouring yeah. by you, Taylor? Yeah, it's coming down hard. Really? Oh, no. mm-hmm. well, that's nice <laughs> up here. It's just no, our backyard flooded. Oh, goodness. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw your moat. Yeah, cool, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of cool. I was kind of mad, but then I was like, oh, it's all right, though. It looks really pretty. And then I, like, pulled up today, and it wasn't that bad. It was, like, pretty much dried up. I was like, all right, okay. we're fine. The basement did flood, so we're good. <laughs> yeah. I'm blessed. <laughs> I was going to say, isn't that really bad if you have flooding like that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chet, Chet was the only one to think to look at the basement. I was just gonna go to work, and he's like, oh, "The basement," and I was like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> we have that." Because <laughs> we were in a condo, so like I don't know, mm-hmm. it's not the first thought. <laughs> so I definitely, definitely want to hear about your drift team. That's for sure. Okay, um, well, Chick Flicks, it started, I would say, six years ago now. Um, it was originally just Jessica and I. Uh, Nicole Whitting is our most recent member. Uh, Jessica and I met, and we started drifting around the same time. I think she had been drifting just a little bit longer than I had. Um, she did it with her husband, Brett. And she was like, well, let's, like, practice together. And we just, like, learned everything that we learned together. And through all the wrecks and spin-outs and everything, like, we've been together from the start. So, like, and she's an awesome teammate. She's a mother of two. Um, Love being on a team with Jessica. Um, And then we needed a third for final bout. And we've always been open to having a third. But, uh, I mean, you guys have seen, like, the girl drift community, it's blown up. But, like, back then, I I felt like it was, like, only Jessica and I that were, like, the females at the racetrack. And 
um, Nicole and her have driven together quite a few times at VSL since they're located in, in Montana. That's a bit closer for them. And yeah, I just kind of trusted Jessica's intuition with that. And she did awesome when she drove final bout with us at park. It was her first time driving park and she did great. Like I was super duper impressed with her. And that takes like a lot of, I mean, I, it took me months and months to even get the first corner down at park. So like when she was out there doing great, I was like, oh my gosh, like you're awesome. And then it was shortly after final bout that Jessica and I had the conversation of like, we should ask Nicole to be our third like it's just been us for all these years and it would also give us an excuse to like travel a little bit more for drifting because we are so like park like that is our home track and we are that's our closest track and we love it dearly we love the owner Chris but I do want to like try out other tracks and stuff and park is it's a go-kart track you know and it has been widened for us but like when you go and you drive, like, when I went to Thunder Hill and we drove the East Course, I was like, oh, this is this is big boy stuff. Like, <laughs> I'm not used to this. I'm used to my little go-kart track. So I'm hoping that it'll, like, because I know that Nicole and her husband, they host a, I think it's Highland Drift or help host that event down in Montana. Would love to go do that. Oh, yeah. It's funny that you say that about park because I'm over here like, damn, that's, like, the number one on my list <laughs> it's a beautiful track like I love it so much and I'm super duper fortunate that I was like able to learn there and stuff um I always told like the the new girl drifters that were getting into it uh Spirit Peaks had opened up and I always told everyone I'm like gosh I wish Spirit Peaks was around when I was learning because that's you know that big open skid pad that room for error which park before it was widened, it was not. Like, you get to stay on track, and if you don't, like, you're going to, you know, reap the consequences. So, I was very fortunate, and I do think that, like, in ways it kind of did make me a better driver. Because I didn't have that, like, safety net of being like, oh, it's wide open and stuff. It was like, I have to be really, really on my shit. That's wild. What did you start with? Like, driving? Uh, I actually started with my coupe that I have now. So I'm going on, I've had it for seven, eight years now. Oh, wow. And yeah, so it was a daily and I've been drifting for six. So it was just a daily. I love drifting, but I was just a photographer at the time. I was like terrified of it. I was like this, uh, th I could never do that, what they do. And I went for my first ride along with James Wickland at Park. And I think he had a, like S14.5 or something, but I was just like so intimidated, but like so drawn. Like I was like, I want to know. And then Je meeting Jessica was like, that was like what gave me that confidence to go and try and actually go to park. Because before that, you know, it was just little dinky stuff in parking lots and stuff. I did not have the confidence to go and drive park. And I think about it and I'm like, if I didn't have Jessica, my driving probably would have been a lot more delayed. I probably yeah. would have taken a lot more time to get into it. It was nice having that person by my side that was like, we're learning at the same pace. We're kind of in this together. Like, we'll just wing it and hope for the best. Because, you know, we're doing it for fun. So it was like, the, what's the worst that can happen? <laughs> Do you guys live close together? So Jessica and her husband, Brett, they actually live super duper close to park. Me and her are about an hour away from each okay. other. Yeah, so not too bad. 
Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. Did you um, plan on having that 240 as a drift car, or were you going to, like, try to keep that as a daily and get another drift car? <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, of course, like, we always want multiple, and when I started drifting it, like, I had gotten it, it was totally stock, perfect, and clean, and immaculate, and then I decided that I'm going to learn how to drift in it, which, like, I always, like, wish I could go back in time and be like, Kayla, like, put this really immaculate you know, coop away and get some beater to learn in. But at the time, I wasn't really, you know, thinking about it. I was like, I have this car. This is what this car is supposed to do. And within the first six months of me learning how to drift, like, it had been, like, hit, wrecked, you know, everything that could possibly happen to that car happened. And then I was just like, well, you know, it's a little late now. I guess it's going to be my drift car, you know. But uh, there, I always wish I was like... I was going for, like, a street style, and then I'll have a full track car, and then before I knew it, it had a cage in it, and I was just like, okay, you know, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> yeah, that's how mine was. It was really clean at first, and then, yeah, yeah now it's not. Really? I mean, it still is, but it's not. Yeah, just in a different way with, like, makeup, <laughs> you know? <laughs> when everyone, like, compliments, or like, wow, like, it's really, really clean, and I'm like, yes. Oh, the overfenders, and that's what that makeup is for. Like, <laughs> we'll hide all that damage. <laughs> Funny. I want to ask you about Final Bout. How was that? Um, so Final Bout was absolutely amazing. Uh, I honestly wasn't that confident with us even getting in in the first place. Like, it, you know, it's very like car looks needs to look really, really nice, and I think it's awesome that they set that bar and that standard, but, um, I just kind of, like, winged it, and I was like, what's the worst that can happen, because we could, you know, we get, they say no, but, uh, I feel like it did work to my benefit a little bit when we had a Super D up here hosted by Julian Jacobs, um, and they had three judges, and one of the judges being Ilya, one of the hosters of Final Bout, so I felt like he had actually came over here and gotten to see me drive in a competition setting, and I felt like that kind of helped our case when I went to apply for us, because it was like, we weren't just some random people, you know, and I mean, I'm like, you know, you've seen me drive and stuff, so I was like really hoping that that would like work to our advantage, and it worked out with Nicole wanting to, like, she was super duper stoked that we asked her to, you know, join us for that event, and of course, asked her to join the team permanently. It went really, really well, we, none of us had really any issues, um, but we did it place, and so, with that, like, we, I mean, for us, we were just stoked to be there, we were just stoked to be a part of Final Bout, be, like, the first women's team, and we did it place, but we were still given the invite and so we were super duper stoked on that I mean like that was like the best news that we could ask for when we got the invite like we were all like oh okay thanks and then they walk away and then we're all like yeah like <laughs> just couldn't keep it together like happy dancing and with some time you know we kind of figured out we're like okay well we have a month and a half and that's I mean with us we're you know Portland and Shawano, that's about, you know, almost 2,000 miles one way. Yeah. And so, yeah, uh, we were really like, ooh, like super duper, like 
still to this day, absolutely thankful that we were even considered to get the invite, you know, without placing, like that was a shock to us. Cause we were like, what? We didn't, weren't expecting that, but they were like happy to give us that invite. And then we were told, uh, how, the dates that it was September 4th and 5th. And we we're like, Oh, okay. <laughs> and so <laughs> we, we, as a team, we just, you know, we collectively said, all we want to do is to try, you know, mm -hmm. like that's the worst. Like, let's just try to get over there. If we, if it doesn't work out for us, it doesn't work out, but like, let's really, really try. And we did really, really try, but it just, it didn't work out for us this year. And we're really hoping with like, if next year, you know, cause then we can have all that time to really, really plan and make it a successful trip. And I had painted my car not for this final bout, but for last year's final bout when they were originally supposed to have it at park. And then it was postponed for another year or so. So my paint job, you know, it was for a year prior and then went through a year of driving. <laughs> and so I was like, like, I'm, you know, when I go over to gallery, you know, and we get invited, I really want my car to be where I want it to be. And so there was just a lot of factors that came into it, you know, with it being so late notice and stuff. But like, we we're just so happy to receive that invite and we still are like, but we're just hoping that like we can do that trip, like, you know, in the future and do it all together, you know, not be like, Oh, well one teammate can't make it, et cetera. You know? Yeah. That's a huge staple though. Being the first women's team to do that. I don't know. If that's really I know. <laughs> it was a little surreal and like, uh, a lot, having it at park, it kind of, it it gave me that comfort factor. Because it was like, this is home. A yep. lot of these people I drive with, you know, these are my teammates. And it took it out. So I think if we were to go to gallery, that would make it feel a lot more like, okay, now, you know, we actually are the first women's team. Because it's like, it's not our home track and stuff like that. So Nicole's car, is, is it still pink? Is she going to paint it to match you guys? Or are you going to pick one color together? Oh, we're not sure. Like, yeah. me me and Jessica, like, we always tried to end up on the same color, and we did it. And I think we got to the point with our within our team and within our cars because I've always had the same car this entire time. But Jessica and Brett, like, they do, like, go through a lot of different cars and like to try different stuff to drive. So we just got to the point that we were like, you know, we'll – if we paint our cars, we'll paint them what we want, you know, like, and this last paint job, when she did the S14, it was this, it's got, like, a lot of color flop. It's a BMW color, I think, and then mine was supposed to be a black with, like, a pink pearl, and when I painted it, it came out purple, and so I was kind of like, oh, well, that wasn't supposed to happen, but our cars, like, really matched like they're definitely like if you look in person they're not the same color at all but when you see pictures and stuff they both look like purple 240s so we were like kind of like oh well that fuck up like turned out nicely <laughs> that sounds like our cars Alexis where they're like a little bit different but they look kind of the same <laughs> yeah you're, it's an illusion like <laughs> don't look too closely guys they match <laughs> yeah, don't look too closely at mine <laughs> But yeah, I think I think with uh, Nicole, I love the pink on her car. Um, for me, I've had my car, I've painted it black several, several times now and kind of done different variations. I really like it because it's that really simple, clean look. 
but I, you know, I've been doing drifting for six years and I'm like, gosh, I kind of want to do a bright, lighter color this time around. But like, I, I don't know, like you guys know how it is. Like, it's just like anything I see is just not quite what I want. Dude, it took us like, how long were our cars primered for Alexis over a year? Literally had our cars primer for a year, and we kept going back and forth. We would literally talk a whole conversation in circles and be like, do we want to do purple? Do we want to go back to white? Like, do we want to do, like, half and half? What do we want to do? And then, what, the day we painted the cars, I'm on the phone with Kim at Lowe's, like, what do I do for paint? (laughs) It got to the point, I just told her, I'm like, just we just got to pick one. And yeah. then Kim was the one that was like, don't do white. Like, you guys just made it not white. What are you yeah. going to do, all that work, just to paint them white again? Yeah, see, that's my problem, too, is I'm like, oh, wow, no one even, like, notices I've repainted my car. Like, it's just black again. Like, ooh, super <laughs> excited. And I'm like, that didn't just take weeks of my life. Like, yeah, so, yeah, so I'm, like, waiting to see the perfect color or something, you know, but... I've always liked a pink or a yellow, but I just, I don't don't know. I'm so used to having a black car that's so, like, inconspicuous. I think, like, being in a bright car, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I look like a highlighter. That's, (laughs) what were we called? Easter eggs? Yeah, that's really cute, though. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I I don't think that we, like, all need to have matching colors or whatnot and stuff and I think that in a way the the two purple cars and Nicole's pink car like they did look good together and I wish that we would have put Nicole maybe in the center more because then we could have made like a little Nicole sandwich you know the little pink car in the middle and purple cars (laughs) on the outside but yeah so I I think we'll just do whatever her car when I saw it in Final Bout, I mean, her paint still looks great, so I can't assume that she's going to change that anytime soon. Yeah. At least on pictures, it looks perfect. Yeah. That's what pictures are supposed to do. Yeah, but... 10-foot roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the media you guys got from Final Bout was awesome. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Laura Rose. Um, she's an awesome Oregon photographer. She's located in kind of Southern Oregon. And I had actually just met her earlier this year, kind of just an unknown, you know, and she had taken just one picture of my car at a event earlier at park. And I was like, this girl has like serious skill. And when we were approaching final bow, I've also kind of had this issue where like, I don't feel like I get a ton of media and I feel like maybe it is because of the black car thing like I also know as a photographer like black cars aren't that exciting to take pictures of and stuff and they can be kind of hard to take pictures of especially while drifting so I was like ooh, like final bout's a big event like there's going to be big teams there and it's a big deal for me and Jessica and stuff like you know prior to being invited to Wisconsin like that was as big as a deal as it could get to me and Jessica as far as drifting. You're like, oh my gosh, we're first women's team at Final Bell. Like, biggest thing we'll do. And then we get invited to gallery, and we're like, that's the biggest thing we'll do. (laughs) So tell us about your car. Like, how is it set up? I'm very curious. Um, Okay, so I, it's totally stock SR. And I have had, with like bolt-ons and stuff like that, but I have had the same motor and transmission in there the entire time. The whole six years? 
The whole eight years. Eight years. Okay. Yes. Yes. So, I was always like, this is really sus. Because everyone I know with SRs, like, engines and trannies, that just does not happen. And so, like, I always, I went through the years of drifting, even the moments, like, when all my friends had, you know, more power and stuff. Even those moments, I was like, your car has lasted this long. Like, just leave it alone. Like, it's clearly happy. You know, you'll sacrifice a little bit of, like, horsepower, you know, for it being a really dependable car. It has its hiccups, but... January of this year, I went down to Super D, and I got three laps on the skid pad, and I did blow up my transmission. But, like, it happened, and I was bummed because I just traveled all that way to drive. But, like, when it happened, I was like, I can't be mad. Like, it just did eight years. Like, there's, I cannot be upset at it. Like, that is insane. And learning on it, and, like, minor clutches, and just minor maintenance and I'm like okay like I'm just totally skimming by like so when it blew up the transmission I was like okay it is what it is um I had posted on Instagram anyone in northern California area have an SR transmission and a girl named Shelby had messaged me and she said we have one um you can come get it we have a lift for you to use shout out to Shelby and her husband we Picked up my car, towed it up to Sack, swapped it in, and we're out of there in an hour. And I've had that transmission in my car ever since. It grinds a little bit in second, but it's it's okay. Hell, you were able to get back out there and drive, too? Yeah, and so I drove. It was a two-day event, so yeah, the next day I drove all day. Hell yeah, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's and really that's, lucky. I know, and like that's the awesome thing about like the drift community in a sense. You know, I'm just like... Uh, somebody help I don't know anyone down here and ended up meeting Shelby and her husband which they were super duper awesome and helpful and helped us every step of the way and I was like you know it was kind of cool that my transmission blew up because now I have new friends like throughout this experience (laughs) I think I'm so more shocked about the SR lasting this long though I know it's (laughs) it's a trip and anytime I tell somebody that especially somebody with like that has had SRs they're like what like, are you kidding me right now? And I'm just like, no. Like, they're like, what do you do? I'm like, nothing. You don't do anything. Like, and I mean, that's the transmission blowing up is about as big an issue as I've had. I mean, we all have those little hiccups and electrical issues that SRs have. But I mean, it's a really solid car. I've just tried to like, I don't know, kind of return that love. Mm-hmm. Like that, it's given me all these years. I'm like, oh my gosh, I've literally hammered on you for like six years drifting now. Like I should, you know, here you go. So, I'm I've been driving less, but in hopes of prolonging its life. You know. Do you have any plans like for after? Gosh, it's like it's so hard. I kind of want a four door. Okay. Like I drove. Uh, Shane Travis, he has a, like, LS four-door, and for the most part, like, LSs and stuff, like, that's, I don't need all that, like, my track is a go-kart track, you know, I don't need that much power for our local tracks, but I drove his four-door G35, and, you know, it's got bucket seats at the back, and I packed it all with girls, and I went out for a lap in his car, and, like, it was just a totally different feeling, but I was, like, I got out, and I was, like, that was, like, fun, like, 
hauling everybody around, hearing people in the back screaming. Like, I was just laughing the whole time, you know? And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, that's kind of a different, like, style of drifting in a sense, like, bigger-bodied cars. And I was like, that might be kind of fun. But I'm so used to my 240. Like, it kind of freaks me out. Like, I, I can hop in other people's cars and drive them just fine. But, yeah, I'm like... I don't know. I'm so sentimental and attached to my car that I can't even, like, think about, like, moving on from it. Being like, what's after you? Even though that's inevitable. But I'm like, no, don't don't think about it. It's lasted eight years. It'll last 30 more. Like, <laughs> Well, if you keep the car, what would you put in, like, for a different engine, like, after the SR? Or would um, you just do another SR? Uh, I mean, I just, I really do love SRs. I think, like, the K20 swap's kind of interesting, but as far as, like, power, like, uh, Jay-Z, like, I, everybody that has one, I mean, Jessica has one in her car, you know, and it's just, like, that perfect amount of, like, you got a lot of power, and you're really fast, versus, like, in my car, it's, like, just farting along, like, when I, like, me and Jessica are, like, on any of the straight, like, it's just, like, bye, and I'm, like, wait for me, like, I'm just flipped to the floor, so... I would definitely go Jay-Z, and especially with, like, the prices, you know, of SRs and Jay-Zs, it's like, why not spend the same amount of money and get a Jay-Z? That's what Chet has, right, Kim? Mm-hmm. That's why I completely agree with you. Yeah. The car's cool. Yeah, no, like, uh, any of my friends that have Jay-Zs or that I've ridden in, like, I'm like, ooh, these are fast or fun. And dependable. Yeah. My my dad would literally kill me for saying this. He's a classic car person, so he'd be like, "LS the world." Like, <laughs> now, did you get into cars um, from your dad, or? Yeah, yeah. So he uh, he's a classic car. He's a Corvette guy mainly. We have like a bunch of stuff, but he has four Corvettes as of right now. Um, and yeah, he just, I, I was raised in our 72 blazer and around classic cars my entire life. And he was drag strip, you know, all that stuff. And I had been around that my entire life. I started getting into photography and I had actually met, um, the group of guys from excessive out in like Tigard area in Oregon, um, excessive manufacturing. And they had taken me to park. And that was my first time. And I was like, this is so cool. Like that. And that's what, and I just was like finding my way to like, how do I get out of, I've been conditioned my entire life to drive Chevrolets. How do I acquire this Japanese car? And when I brought it home, my dad was like, what? <laughs> I don't get it. Like he, he didn't get it for years. I had a hatch before I had my coupe, like when I was 16 and he, he couldn't get it. And like, I didn't drift. So he, there was nothing for him to get. He was like, why does she drive this stupid low car around? <laughs> <laughs> and then it was probably, I want to say a year or so after I started drifting. Um, he had came to a practice, but then he had actually came back when I had could do a corner and he was like okay like now I get it and has been nothing but like my biggest supporter of it like ever since but <laughs> pre that he was like what a Nissan like this and he just thought it was so ugly and just like didn't understand it whatsoever and like the lowering of the car like he was like you look so stupid and I'm like I look cool dad like can't tell me otherwise <laughs> is he out there shredding any of the Corvettes now though 
Uh, he like he, he talks a lot of smack. He'll be like, "I'll I'll take one of my Corvettes out there and show you guys what's up." And I'm like, "Okay, sir, calm down." Okay. <laughs> but yeah, he's a he's a classic car collector. He's got four now, and we've got um, other things like a '59 Cadillac and stuff like that. So, but that's definitely what started that motorhead kind of thing in me. Like, just ever since I was a kid, that's what I've been around and been inside is like classic cars. That's really cool. It's a now, way better story than how we got into cars, to be <laughs> honest with you. <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's hear it. They were like our ex-boyfriends, you know. <laughs> well, I think we all had that. Like, I had a, a boyfriend, and I was probably, like, 17, and he had, like, a white hatch. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, like this, I, this is so cool. Like, that's such a cool car, you know? And I just thought it was, like... The sweetest thing ever when it's just like now I look back and I'm like Kayla, gosh dang it! Like you like these like total piles of junk and you're raised your entire life to like completely different things. <laughs> That's so funny. Over here though, like the Corvettes are like really becoming a big thing in drifting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jessica's husband Brett, he like has his and he does pro am and stuff with his. So they're they're growing because before it was like matt fields and stuff just a few people that drifted them and so now they're definitely growing i mean for good reason like i think it's a good base for a drift car and i think that like a lot of us pre it were like what like corvettes that's not that's not right like doesn't seem right but like now and i have seen them drive and people that do drift them and i'm like oh okay like that looks fun like i get it now so I, I got think to that, drive our friend Jeremy's, and it was pretty fun. It's yeah. they got a lot of power. Yeah, exactly. Like they're, I, I think that's a good good car, and I think it's just something that's been overlooked by us. Like, yeah, people are probably like, "Damn, it's about time they just kept the motor in the car and drive." I, the car yeah, exactly. They're <laughs> doing all this sw- swappy swap. Just leave it alone, dude. Like, there's a good base right there. Like, and that, I mean, that's how I feel about a uh, 350Zs. Like, for anyone that wants to get into drifting or, like, learn how, I always am, like, dude, 350Zs. Like, that is, like, the best, like, easiest starter car. Uh, I remember when me and Jessica first started, I had my coupe, and she had a 350Z, and we were at park, and we're like, you want to trade one day? Trade laps, you know? And I get in her 350Z, and I get out, and I was like, that's cheating. She's like, what? And I was like, that was so easy to, so easy and nice to drive, like. So, like, I could definitely see myself having one of those, like, on the side, though. I would never, like, replace my 240 with the 350Z, but, like, I I recommend them all the time. I think those are, like, the best, like, drifter starter cars. Kim? What? <laughs> Between you two? Wait, what? If I, I had to pick you two? No, I think she means for you to get a Z. Oh, I thought you were telling me to pick between which one I liked better on cars. <laughs> oh, we know it's hers. No, we know it's hers. <laughs> there is no problem booping my front bumper. <laughs> that was not. I tried my hardest to stop. Nothing weird. Dude, I saw you driving. I'm like, wow. Yep. Did you see me standing on your brake? Oh. Did you see me 
I stood on the brake and held the handbrake up. Do you know how awkward that was while still rolling forward? Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, stop, please stop, please I don't know. stop. It, it was so slow, too. I watched it, and like, yeah. as soon as I hit the tire, I was like, oh, friendship's over. <laughs> <laughs> I can picture the video, though, of, of, it, of you trying to go around the track, and it just like shoots you off into the grass. Into the tire. That was the oh, best. Oh, no. And it was like a monster truck tire. It was huge. <laughs> the monster truck tire. They had those for a bit out at park, and I'm not sure why exactly they removed them, but I think that they were, like, they were really messing up people's cars. Like, they have some damage to them. You wouldn't think so, because, like, at Spirit Peaks, like, it's all lined with the car tires and it'll rub, you know what I mean, a little bit. But, like, those monster truck and tractor tires will totally total your car. Like, I was scared at one point at Evergreen um, in Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. I hit one of them, and I thought that I was coming off track with, like, a rear end that was smushed. Mm-hmm. It wasn't anything. It was just, like, a black mark on it. But Dang. I was like, oh, my God, I just fucked up the whole rear end. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I don't know. Alexa like, barely noticed when I got off track. She literally just like rubbed some tire off. I was like, oh, that's okay. Meanwhile, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, fucking Kim. <laughs> I'm going to need that tax return when you get it, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Can I, tell, can I tell her the funny story? Yeah. Um, so, like, way back in the day, like, like, when I first was getting into drifting, like, before I even was getting into drifting, my car was supposed to be a show car, and it just had a series of, like, terrible accidents, starting with my ex-boyfriend smashing it into a curb. Um, But, like, I would say maybe about... It was, like, a couple months after they had done all the body work to the car and it looked perfect again. Um, We were hanging out at a friend's house, and Kim's boyfriend at the time had this old A86 Corolla, and for whatever reason, he didn't put the e-brake up on it, and I was parked behind them on a hill, and his car, we just watched in slow motion the thing roll back and smash uh, the front end up. <laughs> oh, no. And he had just gotten his tax return, and I was like, oh, it's all right, dude. Like, we won't go through insurance and he just hands me his tax return. <laughs> like, great timing. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. Oh, oh, that's okay. I get that. Jessica, when we were learning, she had that 350Z and I still was not kind of figuring out, like, you know, just all the, like, everything you need to do, like, spinning out of the way or, I didn't know. So we were, like, going around one of the last quarters of the park and it was, like, totally wet and muddy and I realized I was going too wide, and instead of, you know, trying to power through it or get out of the way like a normal person, like, I just parked it. Like, it just totally on track, just stop, and, like, in front of Jessica, and it's all wet, and, like, she just barrels into me with her bash bar, completely caves in the rear corner. Uh-huh. And, like, her husband was videotaping the whole time, and, like, we, like, pull off, and he's like, don't let her look. Don't let her look, and like we get out, you know. And there's tons of people, so you're like, yeah, it's fine, you know. But with Jessica, oh my gosh, like. But then after the fact, I'm like, dude, Kaylee, you're the one that parked it. Like you literally stopped everything that you were doing and just sat still on the track. Like, 
so we all have those but like yeah i know that me and jessica both were like friendship over as soon as it happened but like it was like totally like laugh it off us like oh my gosh we were both you're like there. it's gonna be weird you gotta think about how you're gonna approach it once you're not in the car <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm like okay here we go <laughs> yeah i just tried to park it quickly because i was like maybe she didn't see it maybe she was in the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> oh, I watched it happen firsthand. Yeah, no, we all get to that point that, like, in the beginning, I was so bummed when stuff like that happened, and then me and Jessica just either wrecked our car so many times or got used to wrecking into each other. But we do pretty good. Like, we, I'm, I've gotten pretty good at like knowing her driving, you know, knowing when she's going to spin out, be able to kind of tell what she's going to do. So like, and that'll like, that's the six years of driving together, but we have had our like oopsies and our mess ups and have definitely barreled into each other like fair number of times. I cannot wait to barrel into you, Alexis. My God. <laughs> Honestly, dude, like, yeah, I can't wait till you get a cage because at that point I'm coming for you too. <laughs> it's fun like especially when it's like your girlfriend you know what I mean because it's like there's it's not some random person that either of you can get mad at each other have heart it's like you're on a team with this person this is your best friend like if it happens it happens we know it like it's gonna happen but you just get to like that like point where it becomes funny instead of sad yeah uh Jessica and I were at VSL and it was when she still had her coop um and I was following her, and we're coming in t- to, like, kind of the end of the quarter where it gets really tight. And I'm in Jessica's butt, essentially. And she, I can tell that she, like, went to straighten, but I was already so close. So I just, like, with my tire against her driver, we just push her back into drift. And then, you know, we just finished the lap. So it gets to that point where you're just, like, you can kind of trust each other. You know what I mean? Like... But it's good. It's good. I love having her on my team. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to drive with you guys one day. Yeah. Hey, guys. I want to take a minute to introduce you to our podcast sponsor, Swivel Mount. Swivel Mount is a camera mount that swivels. It's made specifically for drifting. Why waste time bothering track workers to set up your GoPro mount? You can have one you don't have to worry about. You can place it on or off any car in seconds, making it easy to get great footage. Swivel mount uses magnets to stay on your vehicle. Your GoPro won't fall off into the guy or girl tandeming behind you. I know for me, personally, I like seeing how I progress over the events. Getting a chance to see the swivel mount footage is a way to study all of my runs. Swivel mount helps capture sick footage, and you can get a custom colored flag to match your whole aesthetic. Go to www.theswivelmount.com and use code DK10 to get 10% off anything on their website. All right, for some reason we did end up losing the last 10 minutes of this interview, um, but I assure you, you guys did not miss a whole lot. But K-Nutty was awesome. Thank you so much for being on with us. And we really hope to, like, hang out someday. And, uh, yeah. Thanks, guys, for listening. We will see you next Tuesday.